0: Welcome! This is Child of Light. I am your host, Jessica Finley. I hope you have enjoyed the previous episodes. If you haven't, check them out. This episode, we're going to be talking about life more abundantly. Who doesn't want life more abundantly? Right? John 10 and 10, Jesus is speaking. He says the thief, he's in referencing Satan. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life. And then they might have life more abundantly. So what is life more abundantly? Would you define living with a sickness or a disease as life more abundantly? Mm, probably not. Chances are that this is, that is not in your ideal vision for your life. So why are people still living with chronic illness? Why hasn't God healed them? Ah will be the first one to tell you. I do not have all the answers. I don't claim to, not even sure that I want all the answers, Um, but I do believe that the Lord has given me this to share with everyone. I believe one of the reasons that God does not heal us instantaneously is because he wants us to address the root cause and to address the underlying issue and our bodies even do the same thing because I've seen instances in my own life and in other people's lives where they'll, be ha- they'll have a headache for like a week straight every day, a super bad migraine, and everything they take is just not helping them because the, the root cause is not being addressed. Or like me, for instance, I used to live in a house that had um, a really bad mold infestation in it and I was not aware of it and my body was reacting in all kind of crazy ways to the mold and I was trying everything that I knew, every trick in the book, every natural remedy I could find to heal my skin, um, to like calm down the allergic reactions I was having, everything, nothing worked because my body wanted me to address the root cause of living in a house with mold. Um, so what is the underlying issue for chronic illness and disease? Um, statistically speaking, it's usually related to a traumatic life event or chronic stress. And just a side note, when I say a traumatic life event, it does not always have to be, um, sexual or physical abuse. It can be something, um, like, you know, you tried to start a business and it didn't work out. And so now every time you go to do something new, that same traumatic and stress response that arose in your body um, when the business failed rises up every time you think about starting or doing something new now that's a traumatic life event so our body store trauma on a cellular level and in 1972 neuroscientist candace Park discovered that when we have when we have an emotion Neuropeptides are released and they attach themselves to every single cell in our body. That's mind-blowing. To me, that was I was just like, okay, I knew that our minds and our body and our spirits are one. I knew that. But to see that every time we have an emotion, neuropeptides are released and they attach themselves to every single cell in our body. Um, that's insane. Okay, so our emotions are a physiological phenomenon and not a mental construct. Which is why we must pay attention to how our emotions react to physical pain. And I've even started keeping a journal. Um, If I'm feeling physical pain in my body, I will keep a journal of how or what emotions are presenting themselves, what emotions are arising. Um, And so before I go into this next part, remember that we are one being and our offices work together as one to heal us. There are some specifics that I want us to watch out for and to kind of examine if we feel these things in our body. Um, Let's try to examine our minds to make sure this stuff is not harbored in there. So, your liver can store anger and jealousy. Your kidneys store fear and anxiety and sadness. Your stomach stores worry bitterness hate and distrust and this is a lot of a lot of reason why people in general but especially women hold on to abdominal weight because they are holding on to the worry the bitterness the hate and and distrust our neck and our shoulder if our neck and our shoulder are hurting it's likely that we are shouldering responsibilities And the people that we are shouldering the responsibilities for or with are not showing us the proper amount of appreciation and it breeds a resentment within us. Our lungs harbor grief and loss. Um, Issues in the lungs tend to point to having a hard time letting go. And I've even just over the past... um, week been researching about testimonies and stuff like that I've read articles of women um, who have lost their children or who have had a traumatic life event um, a traumatic loss and after that loss they had a cough some women up to two or three years because they had such a hard time letting go of the loss um, that their body started to take on that loss our hearts hold on to sadness if we grew up with a lack of love or a lack of com- emotional connection um, that will show itself in our heart, and I mean the ana- anatomical heart. I don't mean like, you know, when somebody says, check your heart. Like I, I mean like your actual heart. Um, your hip and your spine hold tension from a lack of emotional support, uh, and also that same region of your body. Um, will hold trauma from family abuse, especially if you've been sexually abused by a family member. Your body will hold the trauma there. Um, in your pelvic, so this is for for, for my ladies, pelvic area. Um, that is where we hold on to, a, to criticism and judgment from others. Y'all, it can even prevent us from conceiving. The very fact that that our, our emotions, our bodies hold on to these emotions and our emotions, those emotions being held in our body prevent us from moving forward in the natural and from conceiving. Um, it's insane to me. It, it, to me, the connection goes so deep. Um, it just, it blows my mind. And all this being said about what your body holds on to, is why i feel like time really does not heal all wounds because those emotional wounds and those emotions are stored in the part of the brain where there is no time there is no linear time in emotional wounds so unresolved stress and trauma that's been buried can easily be triggered or brought back up to the surface because your brain starts to correlate how you felt in that traumatic state to how you feel now. So your cognitive brain and your emotional brain, it's almost like you know they're at war because you know that this present hurt is not the same thing as a traumatic event that you faced in your childhood. But your emotional brain is like it feels the same way. This is the same emotions that you felt when you when this happened. This is the same emotions, and this is the same stress response that your body produced last time. And so, to your emotional brain, it is the same. There is no difference. And a neuropathic doctor, her name is Nicole Krakora. She stated that our bodies respond to what is happening in our mind to such on such a great level that if we do not digest what's happening in our lives we cannot properly digest our food. So how we process or how we don't process our emotions has a huge impact on our body. And this is why we have to work through our emotions and this is why we have to release the trauma on a cellular level. So how, how do we release the trauma on a cellular level, right? Like how do you get that out of your cells and the cells in your body? Something that I have found highly effective in my personal life is emotional freedom technique, um, EFT for short. So what is it? It is a um, type of therapy where you tap on the meridian or acupuncture points on your body and it releases the trauma, it brings it back to the surface in such a way where you are able to deal with it emotionally and physically at the same time so over the past week i have read tons of testimonials um people being Released from anxiety, people being delivered from sexual and physical abuse, people um, being released from insomnia, anorexia, panic attacks, heart palpitations, um, even something that some people would consider very small, something as small as public speaking, fear of public speaking, and even weight loss, which goes back to what I was talking about with the women um, holding on to that abdominal weight. So EFT while you're doing the EFT sequence it releases the trauma and stress on a cellular level and you talk as you go so you're tapping these meridian points and you're releasing the trauma you're almost like you're venting and you like say what bothers you about the trauma what is still so present about it what you're most angry about what you're most hurt about these are just like you know this is it's a broad guideline um and then you have to get to a point where, when you're done venting, you begin to speak newness of yourself. You say, like, say things like, "I am safe to let this go. I let this go." You know, and I also pray in the spirit as I'm doing this um, because this is not something that a cult, some other culture, or some other um, religion came up with. This is. Comes directly from God's design of the body and the way God designed our body is that we are one we are connected we're one being so the fact that it only makes sense for us to release the trauma on a cellular level as well as an emotional level it only makes sense because we're one being um, my personal experience with EFT I want to share this with y'all so um, as I mentioned earlier, I was in a house with mold and there's some, like, sometimes, like, different things will cause reaction in my body. And earlier this week, I, I mean, y'all, I literally walked through this. The Lord, I really, like, I, I believe the Lord had me walk through it so I could speak from a, you know, perspective of I've done this and it worked for me. So, a reaction, I had a reaction flare up in my body saturday night this past saturday night and um sunday morning i woke up and the reaction in my body was terrible and i began to do i did an eft sequence um to release the histamine in my body well i've always heard like you know just since i've started researching this be ready to take responsibility of the emotions of the memories and stuff that begin to resurface as you start eft and I thought I was ready for that, um, but as the day went on, um, so I did my first EFT sequence around I would say probably 7:30 Sunday morning. Around four o'clock that afternoon, I was really having some like emotional, some like uh, emotions were resurfacing for me that I thought I dealt with a year like sometime last year so I began to meditate um, and I was asking the Lord to show me like you know help me Lord like where did I first encounter this feeling and what had resurfaced was a hurt from a friend um, an unintentional hurt from a friend sometime last year and I was was thinking to myself, there's no way that this is really what I'm so upset about, you know? And so I began to meditate and ask the Lord to help me figure out the root cause of it because I didn't believe that something so small was actually causing me that much emotional pain. So as I began to meditate, the Lord brought back to my mind a, a memory and it was like so clear. And I, I honestly could not remember this memory before I began to meditate and asked the Lord to help me, so um, the Lord brought a memory back to my mind where I felt unloved and unimportant and overlooked um, by a family member, and that 's exactly how that friend had made me feel, but just as I was you know saying a moment ago about Um, trauma being easily triggered and brought back up to the surface. That's what was happening was that trauma was triggered by the unintentional hurt of a friend, um, but that was not the root cause of it. And so I began to, um, I sat down and I was trying to do, I set out to do an EFT sequence, which usually takes about two minutes. And as I began to do the EFT sequence, um, more and more ca- began to come to the surface about what I had went through and the, you know, the, this particular experience in my mind, um, and I was working through it and releasing it emotionally and on a cellular level, um, through the EFT sequence. So, before you do an EFT sequence, they suggest um, writing down everything that you feel in your body physically, and also rating your emotional pain from zero to ten. Zero being none, ten being the worst. Um, what I felt in my body was, uh, I felt very empty in my abdomen, I had a headache, I had a tightness in my chest and i rated my emotional pain at an 8 and as i did my eft sequence i ended up doing it for about like 40 something minutes and after i did my eft sequence i did not feel any of my symptoms that i had felt before which astounded it it truly honestly astounded me i could not believe how well it worked, how easy it was, how simple it was. I could not believe how effective it was. Um, and I was just so pleased and so thankful that the Lord brought me to this technique um, for healing, for emotional healing for myself. And I feel like there will be people that that will say, this is too easy. I, I'm not even going to try it because it's too easy. We don't have to make everything so hard. Everything doesn't have to be so difficult. I feel like we like to make things hard because then we feel like we've earned our reward. We like to make our healing journey difficult because then we feel like we've in some way earned our healing. Or we can look back and say, I deserve that because I worked so hard for it. But how contrary is that to everything else God does? It's contrary to the way he gives out mercy. It's contrary to the way he gives out his love. It's contrary to the way he pours out his spirit on us. Everything that God does for us is not deserved and it cannot be earned because it is all by his grace, his love, and his mercy. And it's, this, it's the same way with this EFT technique. He wants to give us life more abundantly. And I know and I understand that we all have these trauma rugs in our life that we just want to sweep everything up under, but that is not life more abundantly. That's just life. You may be out of the environments that are toxic and abusive to you, but something that we have to be honest with ourselves with and ask ourselves is... Are those toxic and abusive environments out of us? We may be, you know, God could heal our body and we would still have, we would have life, right? Yes, but if he heals your emotional trauma, you'll have life more abundantly. And please, 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 please don't misunderstand me. I know and I believe in the miraculous, working, instantaneous healing power of God. I've seen it. I've seen God open blind eyes. I've seen God correct scoliosis. Like, I have seen God do miracles in my midst. And miracles inspire faith. Absolutely, there's no doubt there. But if my healing is a journey, then I can give people something that they can apply to their everyday lives. And to me, there is a a healing journey is no less miraculous than an instantaneous healing because both inspire change, both inspire faith and a healing journey can help someone apply something to their everyday life. Whereas, you know, a miracle, a miraculous, instantaneous healing will inspire faith. And people can say, yes, if God's done that for them, he can do it for me. And I'm going to believe God to heal my body. And that's great. And God is able and God is willing. It's not God's will that we suffer. And it's not God's will that we be bogged down by these things. But I can, you can also look at someone and say, if God brought, took me on a healing journey god can take you on a healing journey i believe in god healing it in whatever way that he sees fit i believe in being submitted to god's plan for your life even if that means that god's not going to heal you instantaneously even if that means your healing is a journey i believe in being submitted to that because we've got to be at a place where we are submitted to his hand and submitted to his plan that I mean, being submitted to his hand it includes being submitted to the plan and the will that he has for our lives. God desires to heal us, and we are all for healing. We jump and shout and scream and holler and roll on the floor for healing, but it's usually when it's instantaneous. You know, you don't ever hear somebody get up and exhort and say, like, God's gonna bring you on a healing journey and it's gonna take a year. And I mean, people would be like, um, no, <laughs> you know. They want the instantaneous, please heal me right now. But that's not always what God desires to do. God is still good and God is still faithful if he decides to take you on a healing journey. Um, So, do we want life or do we want life more abundantly? You know, it's not God's will for his people to be bogged down by sickness. It's not God's will for his people to be plagued with disease In the same way, it wasn't God's will for the Israelites to be enslaved by the Egyptians for 400 years. But look at everything that was learned while they were in captivity. They learned how to build bricks. They learned how to work together in unity. They learned how to obey the authority in their life. And when they got out, God used those same things that they were taught in captivity to build things in the wilderness, to, to work together, to listen to Moses, to build the temple, all these things, and I'm not saying that God allowed these things, these traumatic events, these stressful events in your life to teach you a lesson, that's not what I'm saying, God loves us, but God never misses an opportunity to teach us in the same way that any other father never misses an opportunity to teach the children that they love about the things that they've went through. Don't discredit what you've been through. God is going to use it. He's going to use you. You're not some throwaway saint. You're not, I mean, just because you've been sexually or physically abused, just because you have some type of chronic illness, you're not a throwaway saint. God is going to use that for his glory. You just hold on. Be encouraged today because God desires greater for you. God desires greater, not only for you, but for the people around you. God wants to be glorified in your life. You know, we always say, God, when they see me, let them see you. God's being glorified. But I believe God also wants us to address the root issue in our life. God desires for us to have life more abundantly. If we don't tap into that life more abundantly, we will just have life. I want y'all to be, when you hear this episode, I want you to be hopeful that God has created a technique for you to be free and delivered from trauma on a cellular level and for you to be released of the symptoms in your body after you address the root cause, I want you to be encouraged that God has a plan for you, that he, that God has not forgotten you. He has a purpose for you. He's working on your behalf. I want you to be strengthened today and be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. God has not forsaken you. If you've been praying for healing for some time, don't think that you have been forgotten. If he numbers the hairs on your head, the Bible says that he knows how many hairs are on your head. Okay. Okay. First of all, that's tremendous because we have like, I think the last time I I looked at it, it was like we had like tens of thousands of hairs on our head. And think of how many people are in this world. How insane is that? You know, God is so huge and so big. He's so outside of everything that we face, everything that we go through. He is truly, truly, He really is a great God. He is tremendous. But I believe that he desires for us to use the tools that he's given us. And it's not to be any less reliant on him. It's simply to be obedient to his design. I love y'all. I hope that this this episode blesses you. And I hope it strengthens you and encourages you. Um, Don't give up. There are answers. There are techniques, there are tactics that you can use to to achieve what you're desiring to see in your life. And I'm praying that someone will begin to use EFT on a daily basis, and if you do, reach out to me and let me know. Um, If you're not following me on Instagram, you can reach me on Instagram, um, Child of Light Podcast, and... If enough interest is generated by this episode, then I'll do sort of like a tutorial um, for EFT. But anywho, have a beautiful day. Have a prosperous day. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are thriving. You are not surviving. You are thriving. You are making it. And God is doing something wonderful in you literally right now. Be blessed today in the name of Jesus.